Are you ready to challenge the rhetoric? Today is Sunday, February 7th. My name is Sherry Roberts. I'm your host. I'm challenging the rhetoric. Very strange being here on a Sunday. I typically go live on uh, Wednesdays. But uh, I'm here because of some things that have been going on, particularly in social media, about the Oregon standoff and patriots and militias and what that is and isn't and a lot of confusion out there to people that don't belong to uh, militias or patriot groups. Anyways, I'll get a little more into why I'm doing the show tonight in a minute. I want to talk about a couple things that happened this evening. Um, There are about nine new videos that David Fry has uploaded to his YouTube channel, Defend Your Base, today. Uh, I don't know if any more has come up in the last, uh, say, hour since I've looked. But uh, they are, you know, uh, it's very obvious that David Fry is uh, beyond, beyond uh, even where he was the last time we heard from him on one of the shows on YouTube or whatever the other day. He is literally calling for violence towards everybody unless basically you are a Christian patriot. Um, and and full-on violence. He's very upset. Apparently, according to him, uh, he spoke with the FBI, and they are saying that there's going to be more charges uh, because they are, you know, fortifying their base there. Um, So he's pretty much gone on a little video rampage today. I don't know if he's found a cell phone that someone left behind or somehow someone smuggled something in or if, uh, you know, it, it appears he has a laptop in, in one of them, so maybe he's walking around using a laptop to, to do this. I don't know. Um, I am amazed that the authorities are allowing this. There's no way that they're not aware that this is taking place. Um, I can't really speculate on, on why they're doing that. But I can say that uh, some of the stuff that David says is quite chilling in, in these, and, and he's incriminating himself intentionally more in these videos. I mean, he obviously has a, a, a suicide wish, if not before, certainly at this point, that is apparent. Uh, as far as Sean Anderson goes, Sean, dude, all these people have continued to stay. They weren't staying for the cause initially. They were staying for your ass. And they were staying for your ass because you wouldn't man up and face the fact that you told everybody that they needed to kill cops and military and feds and all of that. And uh, and then you had a change of heart the next day because you realized that you spoke out of your ass. And instead of letting your wife and the others leave when they had all, you'd all agreed to do such, and, and, and so they say that Sandy's the one that changed her mind so everybody stayed. But, you know, you guys are progressively making your situation worse. And as somebody who has fought the government for a long time, uh, and in the streets activist, uh, you've got, you guys have gone about this the wrong way, and it's making uh, your case so much harder. People, some people that had nothing to do with what you're doing actually cared initially in the beginning. And what you've put out today has just really made that, uh, you know, almost null and void. So anyways, uh, before I get into the rest of the show here, let me just say this. Um, I scheduled an hour show. I am probably only going to do a 30-minute show. It is going to depend on caller participation. There is not going to be a live chat room tonight, and that is because this particular show, 
I have invited some people who would not let me speak, who demanded a bunch of answers from me when I was trying to create dialogue. And um, so I'm willing to let them speak if they can be civil and calm and, and rational and actually answer my questions. Um, but I am not going to have a, a rolling chat room with a bunch of, you know, just trolling and, and, you know, baiting and stuff going on in there. It's not my thing, not tonight. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm giving you my time, and, uh, and that's good enough. I do pay for my airtime, so you're costing me. Uh, during each live show, you can usually interact with me on the Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.com forward slash challengingtherhetoric.news, or on Twitter, you can find me at CTR Newsfeed. The show hashtags that I generally use are hashtag CTR and uh, hashtag LOTW for Liar of the Week. Uh, we may or may not have one on tonight. Uh, for tonight's show, we're also using the hashtag Oregon Standoff to make things easy to find. Uh, I do like knowing when you're, you know, when you're listening. So if you haven't said hello yet, please do. You know, if you're out there and, and you're appreciating what I'm doing, um, you know, I, I like to hear that. But if you are finding fault in something I'm doing, I hey, I'm all ears to hear that too. But again, it's about your approach. So um, all the stories I generally cover you can find on my website at challengingtherhetoric.news. That is .news. If you would like to call into the show tonight, you can do that at 646-787-1790. If you're listening to an archive, obviously you're not going to be able to get through on the phones. And again, reminder, there is no live chat room tonight. So the number, again, if you want to call in and, and have an open dialogue with me about the situation, it's 646 646- 787-1790, and I'm happy to talk to you. So here's what happened yesterday. Um, basically, for last night I, I, I participated in uh, two alleged Patriot broadcasts. Now, I know that there seems to be a lot of um, friction between a bunch of these Patriot movements right now, so I say alleged Patriot broadcast because there's going to be one group that say, oh, no, they're not, and blah, blah, blah. So um, anyways, uh, one, I was following a, a Zello uh, chat. If you don't know what Zello is, just go to Zello.com. It's kind of like this walkie-talkie thing. It's a little obnoxious, um, but uh, it's, you know, it's interesting depending on the channel you're on. Anyways, this dude, his name is uh, 1% Watchdog. Well, I don't know what his name is. I tried to ask him that last night, and <laughs> that's what started this all. Uh, he I apparently wasn't expecting me to ask such a simple, basic question, um, and the, which deserved a simple, basic answer that I never got. But here's the deal. So this 1% Watchdog guy has a Zello channel, and um, it is, well, he's got a few of them. But you can go to USCF Oregon Standoff. If you just search like that, you'll find it. Um, and that was the one that I had been listening to. And I just kind of, they keep calling, you know, it Intel, and they're kind of using it like a walkie-talkie as if they're, you know, like doing all this stuff. And, yeah, they're trying to organize, but they keep getting the rug pulled out from under them. It seems every time they begin to make headway with a plan to do something, whatever, um, and then there's some falling out or somebody screws something up. And, uh so, again, there seems to be a lot of animosity going on in there. And so this watchdog guy, I was, I, when I was listening yesterday, he uh, was going to do a, a podcast on Blog Talk Radio. So I liked the idea of that because I hadn't even spoken to any of them uh, in, in the Zello thing because I wasn't, you know, I, I'm new to it myself, so I'm still trying to figure it out. But anyways, um, 
So I, I go on to Blog Talk, and, and when he finally starts his show, and, and let me just give give him some credit, uh, this 1% Watchdog. It was the first time he had done uh, a podcast on Blog Talk Radio. He wasn't quite comfortable with the platform uh, and knowing how to do a few things. Um, but, hey, he gave it a go, and, you know, he, he carried on. But uh, I called in because it was supposed to be a call-in show, and I called in. I was in the call queue. He didn't take any callers for the longest time. I'd been in the call queue by time he brought me on more than 30 minutes um, when uh, quite a while before that he actually announced my name because I had put a message in the chat room that I was calling in that I was a journalist and wanted to talk to him. And he announced my name, but he just never brought me through. They were probably, I don't know, maybe they were trying to look in, you know, online or whatever to see who I am or anything like that. Nobody important. Um, but uh, anyway, so he finally lets me on, and my, my basic, you know, I tell him who I am. I, I tell him, you know, how he can prompt his callers because he wasn't sure how to do that with area codes and stuff, you know, trying to be helpful. But anyways, um, he doesn't, uh, he, he, you know, I just simply want to know why he's hiding behind a phony moniker. Why isn't he using his real name? Why... You know, and, and he's not the only one. I mean, and this is a question that not just I have. Lots of people have this. These people supposedly want to get more people, uh, more support from people, not just from like minds, but outside the choir to convert people or whatever to, you know, their ideology, but they're not really reaching out in any way to do so. And that that makes absolutely no sense. I mean, as an activist, I know that if you, you know, it's it's same, you know, with media. Media, if you see anything about some protests, they're going to show something really ridiculous, like Code Pink dressed in some crazy get-up with literal tinfoil on their hat, you know, or they'll show news over and over again of Sean Anderson's worst video from Mallory Refuge. That's that's the legacies that, that they'll show to paint. All activists absolutely crazy. Uh, Alex Jones did a huge disservice, uh, what was that, a couple of years ago on Pierce Morgan over the whole gun thing, because instead of having a conversation when he was given such a national platform where a lot of eyes were there because it was such a hot topic right at that moment. And he just acted like a loon. And and that's what represents us. So, you know, the problem in, in so the problem with Watchdog is I'm trying to explain, you know, why his name. Okay, so he, he can't answer me. He ends up disconnecting me. He starts to answer after he dumps me off the line, but he still really doesn't answer until he says, oh, well, you know, I haven't thought about that. Well, that's the point of a lot of these questions that I have for these people is because it's very apparent that they haven't thought about a lot of things, including their usage of social media, you know, and things like Zello. I mean, nothing they're doing is really covert like a lot of them think. And a lot of it is being shared and ridiculed uh, just prolifically and, you know, and, and being sent straight to, you know, the authorities. So, you know, where where do you go with that? So I call back into Watchdog's uh, podcast, and lo and behold, you know, he says, let's see if we can, you know, get, get a couple callers without a troll. So he had my call first, then he took uh, another lady's call. And I say lady nicely. And then um, 
and then the next call is me. So I get on, and I start trying to talk to him again, and immediately he dumps me off as soon as he realizes it's me. Now, in the meantime, in the chat, people are going crazy, but he's not answering the question. So they want to attack me for answering, you know, asking a simple question, which is stupid because, you know, who's going to give a shit about what any of them have to say or what they care about? Who's, who's going to give a shit about this cause if they can't have a conversation? So right after this, I'm talking to some people, uh, you know, on Twitter and some people that were following that podcast and the Zello and stuff had said that there was, another Zello channel going on and um, that there was some women, you know, that seemed pretty somewhat rational, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, any of them, I said, I'm, I'm going to do a show tomorrow. If any of them would like to actually, you know, call in and, and be on the show and actually have a, have a real conversation. Somehow that message, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how, because I'm not, I never said the, 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 any of that to the people themselves, but, Whoever relayed this message had basically uh, the reception of it on their end initially was, in a sense, excitement that a journalist was interested in their story. And they were game planning behind the scenes in the Zello thing before I went in there. But there were other people that were in there that were letting me know what was going on. And, um, you know, they're in there kind of game planning on how to frame this with me. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know, I'm not like doing a show and bringing these people on as my guests, you know, I'm saying, hey, you can call in, let's talk about this, let's do a call-in show. And so I go in there, and I'm trying to talk, and it's literally the first time I have ever used Zello. I've listened to it for like, what, maybe four or five days now, um, but I've not, you know, tried to talk on it. <laughs> so trying to figure it out, finally, oh, lo and behold, I get to say something. And, uh, and so I say, hey, who I am? So it seems like they're going to let me talk. But then that whole gang group mentality thing starts going on. And when anybody, anybody within a movement starts to actually listen to somebody, then the other ones kind of hawk in and come off with, you know, all the misogynist success and all the, the hate and the ad hominem attacks. It's no longer a conversation, okay? None of this is, should be a debate. None of this should be an argument or a fight. Because that isn't how things get done, and it's and, and what the, and what the people at the refuge are doing that isn't how things get done either. You know they are hurting every single one of you that call yourselves a patriot. You people in militia groups, those people at that refuge are making your lives and your jobs much harder from here on out. And if anybody listening doesn't think that some law is going to change or some addendum to the Patriot Act or something of that sort because of this situation and what's going on, you're crazy. Something something like that will come out of it. I mean, that is a given. And that is going to reflect on every single, every single activist. Why would you support that? The gig is up. You guys lost this round. So instead of making yourselves look scarier and crazier to put a shine, you know, a brighter light shined on you, because just like anybody else, that's what's going to be put out there in the in the corporate media. They're gonna if they show you at all, they're gonna show all the craziness about you. They're not gonna show anything about 
anything that was maybe warm or wonderful about you as a person, anything normal down to earth and an everyday guy or gal that goes to work and has a family, believes in God, doesn't believe in God, doesn't matter. Okay, they're not going to look at any of that. All they're going to look at is what you are doing right now. You're not winning this. And it's not like anybody's saying, you know, put your toe between your legs. Hey, you know what? Step back. You guys have gotten so out of hand and so crazy. You cannot call something a protest or a demonstration and arm yourselves. There are countless videos from those people that were arrested, all those indictments that came down, countless videos, including Alan Bundy, calling for people to come armed. And there's no reason why come armed. This had nothing to do with the Second Amendment. And then, and that's part of the thing, your organization, because it's other people's causes, okay? And you try to find a reason to jump on this, that, and the other, but you're allowed to bring a gun if you're a militia or if it's something to do with the Constitution, but you might not have anything to do with those people's cause. And then you're fucking it up for everybody. And so, yeah, I have a stake in that. So I get on this Zello thing. Sorry about the rant. I'm sure I'll have another. I get on, on this, the second Zello thing with these people, and it's Rebel Rages channel on Zello, something to that effect. And, you know, these people are just, most of them, quite nasty. Ironically, many of them that are also on Twitter think they're being very covert or coy or something, and I don't know who they are and know how to match them up to their Zello. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it's like here I am trying to offer them an ear in the time of day. Isn't that what they want from people? Apparently not. And let me just point out that it's 17 after the hour, and thus far, none of them have called. So they don't want to have a dialogue. They want to say ugly, nasty things because for whatever reason, it makes them feel good. And that's a real societal problem because it's not just like patriots and militia people that do that. That has a lot to do with social media and stuff. So let me just say to you, you had an opportunity to talk here. And that same thing I want to say to Deb Jordan, uh, Pete Santilli's co-host. She called me out on one of the videos, on one of the live feeds uh, the other day. I immediately responded to her. She didn't want to hear a response currently. She didn't want a response. Um, she uh, challenged me uh, to what? I'm not sure. Uh, she doesn't seem to want to clarify I posted a thing uh, letting her know that I would be happy to let her come on the show and let's talk about this. I would like to also give Deb Jordan some kudos. I think she's made a lot of mistakes since Pete got arrested, particularly. But the last video that I saw that she did uh, last night, um, I think it was last night, she is much calmer, a lot more mellower. She's still getting her message, her her patriot message across, but uh, much, not all, but much of the aggressive rhetoric uh, that she had been spewing on, on a continuum was gone. And, um, you know, I'm sure that just like has been reported that Pete Santilli, uh, is, you know, doesn't want to be there, but I'm sure he's quite excited to have his opportunity in front of the judge his day in court, so to speak. And, um, you know, Deb's here. She's trying to support her man because they are a couple. And she's here in Portland and she's got a lot of expenses, so... I understand this time when she's making a call for donations. Um, you know, Pete's supporters should be helping her out there uh, because she's trying to, you know, take care of what needs to take care of. 
But that being said, Deb, you know, you have had a clear communication how, you know, we talk about free America and all that. Well, you know what? That's not how Americans used to be. Americans used to have this thing called community, and it's people that, that want to produce and walk around with this, this weird hate inside of them. And, I, you know, it's not just people that are Bible thumpers, okay? I'm a Christian, all right? I don't consider myself a Bible thumper. To me, that's a negative term, okay? Um, and it's a negative term because that's an extremism, all right? Because that's what this is all about is extremes. And just like, you know, Muslim extremists, we have American extremists, okay? We have extremists of every color, every nationality, every gender. Extremists are extremists, and it's alive and well. And if you're participating in that extremism, you need to step back again. And here's what happens. Because I've been in some situations over, you know, the last two decades of, of being an activist. And, uh, you know, there were a couple situations in both New York and D.C. where I was kind of around like-minded people, but they weren't necessarily the right people at the right time I needed to be around in, in a situation where it could have been really bad. And I realized that that was my own fault, just like what's happening with, you know, all these arrests and, 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 and this searing anger that's happening in this country. Uh, you know, Alan Bundy has a lot of... Um, onus here with regards to the the Oregon standoff thing and these indictments because he didn't vet any of you, okay? He didn't, he just wanted you to come, but he didn't care what you were all about or capable of. And is that the kind of movement that you want to be a part of? I mean, do you, would you, you yourself, I mean, really, seriously, logic, are you going to invite a bunch of people you don't know from all over the place, armed, and say, hey, come have at it. And you don't know these people because if so, please invite them to your home first, not mine. And I live in Oregon. You people invited them and brought yourselves to my home. Invite all those people into your home, okay? All those strangers, invite them into your home. Run some live feeds of that because you guys are so, you got tunnel vision right now. Okay, so when you're in a moment, you stop seeing anything else outside of that moment. And, hey, guess what? The world's still spinning. You stop seeing everything else happening outside of that thing that you're stuck on, stupid on. You people are hurting this movement. It's going to be a 30-minute show. I have about seven minutes more um, because there hasn't been any callers. And I'm okay with that. I was open to a conversation, but you have shown yourselves to be incapable of that. Um, so, you know, uh, maybe next time. You know, or maybe maybe you're hitting me up on Twitter and stuff right now. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Uh, but I am I am up for a conversation. And here's here's some things. Let me let me uh, kind of bullet point for you. I, the whole face and name thing was watched up. A movement has no muscle if there's no person to it, okay? There's no face and name to it. When it's just a bunch of goofy avatars and rough and tough sounding monikers, 
that's a movement? Sounds more like a bowel movement to me because it's pretty shitty. A real movement to have effect needs to be real people with the, using their real faces, using their real names. What the hell are you afraid of? You don't seem to be afraid of anything waving your guns and all your barrel stroking, but you're afraid? You're afraid for your name? Are you kidding me? And if, it's, if that fear is for the, 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 the feds, you don't think they already know your name? Right. I'm sure they know all of our names. I'm sure they've known my name a long time. And I'm okay with that. I'm not afraid. I don't stay so finitely focused on this one little pinpoint view of something because this is where it got you. That's what happens. You're very unorganized still, not just for Bundy's happening, but for what you're doing now. Almost two decades as an activist, I've sat here and I've watched you. And, yes, I've sat here. As Deb says, come try it. Hey, been there, done that, lady. I don't support this cause in the way that you guys have done it. Most people don't support this cause because of the way you've done it. Real simple. So I've sat here and I've seen you guys make these mistakes, these blunders, these bumbles of this organization, of trusting the wrong people, of being so open on social media. And I don't just mean Pete Santillian or David Fry's live streams. I mean all of you, even now. Watchdog, Rebel, all you people. Enforcer who kept saying over and over, he, he told everybody he was tipsy last night on that Zello and, you know, said over and over, said he wanted to talk to me, said he sent me messages. I've received no messages. But it sounds good in their little click, you know, or is it a cult? Because it's really coming off to the rest of the, the, the people in America, the majority of the people in America, quite cultish. So we touched on other people's causes. Make sure it truly is your own and you know more about them before you jump on them. And then I can't, I can't stress this next one enough because it's really one of the most important. And it's about your presentation of your aggression, of your anger. It's okay to be angry. Most Americans are angry at the government about one thing or another. And there are many, many, many Americans that don't necessarily call themselves patriots or militia members who are activists, who maybe don't even call themselves an activist, but they they do care and they actively talk and they actively try to do things and make a difference. I know the mindset that nothing can be done unless you do this. I get it. You guys all brought guns because you knew that they wouldn't just walk in and arrest you with guns. So if that's not trying to be a standoff and hold people off, then I don't know what is. You're going to catch more flies with honey. You know, that's the saying, right? But it's true. It's true. You want people to give a shit about anything that you care about and have to say? You want people to send you money? You want people to, to rally and organize and mobilize? But you give them nothing. You give them nothing. And the few, the few that are trying to do something with you, then you guys screw something up or you guys have another fragmentation. And then money is missing or spent wrong and it's not what it was donated for or whatever. Because you all... Got your heart wrapped up in this because this is what you believe in and care about. That's great. But you're not thinking logically. You don't know these people, all right? 
You don't know these people. I don't know why you guys can't get that. You seem to be worried about people like me. It's pretty harmless. I just want to talk to you. That's it. Just have a real conversation. I'd like to let people hear some of your ideas. You want to present them properly. But apparently you don't want to. You're destroying the term activism. You're destroying... You know, activists haven't had it easy, particularly since 9-11 and the Patriot Act and all of that. And it doesn't matter what your cause. You've participated in any kind of activism or civil disobedience or any kind of anti-government, anything. Uh, it just progressively gets worse. You guys just flushed it all down the toilet for everybody. Every political party and their cause. Everything. Because now when we assemble... When we peacefully assemble, what's going to be, you know, Johnny on the spot there is going to be a whole different story than what we uh, saw last year. So thanks for uh, your, your fight against the government has only made the government harder and tougher on us. You didn't win. It's a really sad day in America when patriots, patriots, that's what they call themselves, patriots uh, can't talk to you. And, uh, you know, what do you do? You know, you can't do a whole lot of anything. So on that note, my show, uh, my regular show will be back on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. I hope you have a great uh, week. And tomorrow's Monday. Don't be too manic. See you later.